Good evening, it is 5 p.m. and you're tuned in to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's News Collective. Christine Laurie, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. Today in YGK is also brought to you through the support of the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University, and What Will I Wear at 732 Princess Street. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. Downtown Kingston's pedestrian counts hit a record high this weekend, with over 8,000 pedestrians passing the intersection of King Street and Princess Street during Princess Street Promenade. The Downtown Kingston Business Improvement Area has used a laser counter since January 2022 that counts people walking by on the sidewalk 24-7. The counter at the intersection of King Street and Princess Street hit a record high since its installation this past weekend, with over 8,000 pedestrians passing during the second edition of Princess Street Promenade. This second 2023 edition of Princess Street Promenade, an event where Princess Street is closed to traffic and open to pedestrians for entertainment, shopping, and exploration, had over 100 businesses and community groups participating. Visitors were able to explore what Kingston has to offer in music, restaurants, and retail. In a quote from Mary Jo Courier, Executive Director of Downtown Kingston BIA, quote, although it's not an accurate reflection of how many attended the event in total, it gives us a good idea of what kind of impact our events have on pedestrian traffic in the downtown core. The count of 8,000 does not include people that were walking on the other side of the road or on the road itself, meaning the numbers were significantly higher. When including the counts of three other counters downtown, the total was over 18,000 people. If you missed this edition of Princess Street Promenade, there will be a third event planned for 2023, set to take place on Saturday, September 23rd. Incorporate an Indigenous worldview and reduce carbon emissions in your water-wise garden by attending a free workshop. Kingston Native Center and Language Nest and Utilities Kingston are partnering to offer a free sustainable gardening and Indigenous agriculture workshop at 11 a.m. on Saturday, August 26th in the Water Conservation Garden at 1211 John Counter Boulevard. Participants must register by email. Base is limited and available on a first-come, first-served basis. At the workshop, participants will learn how to reduce the environmental footprint of their garden through Indigenous techniques of understanding plant relations within our community. An Indigenous worldview considers that plants and animals are of equal value to humans and other living things. The workshop aligns with Utilities Kingston's Climate Action Goals, providing public education on the connection between gardening practices and carbon emissions. Some highlights of this three, two and a half hour workshop include, you can participate in a voluntary indigenous smudging ceremony. This will take place in a well-ventilated area for those who choose to smudge. You can learn the indigenous worldview on plants and nature. You'll learn about sustainable and organic gardening, and you'll participate in hands-on water-wise gardening activities. The Kingston Native Center and Language Nest, formerly Kingston Indigenous Languages Nest, or KILN, was started at the grassroots by a local group of Indigenous language lovers and learners. You can learn more at their Facebook page, Kingston Indigenous Language Nest. Be sure to register for this event by Friday, August 25th. Registration is free and welcome to everyone. Contents of the workshop are recommended for participants aged 12 and older. To register, email conservation at utilitieskingston.com with the following information. Contact name, number of participants, and names of each. The best way to contact you in the event of a weather cancellation and accessibility requirements, if any. Once again, be sure to register for this event by Friday, August 25th. In the event of rain, participants will be contacted regarding cancellations. For more information, please contact customer service by calling 613-546-0000 Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. or visit utilitieskingston.com. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is your Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina. Here's your Arts and Culture News for today. 
The Union Gallery has an open call for Queen's University student artists through to August 21st for presentation of their artwork on the feature wall this coming autumn and through to October 16th for presentation in the Union Gallery main space in the winter of 2024. If you're a Queen's student with an arts piece you'd like to submit for consideration for display at the Union Gallery, you can get in touch with them at ugallery.director at queensu.ca with a statement of interest and examples of your creative works. More information about the call and how to submit is available at uniongallery.queensu.ca. Applications to the Isabel Bader Center's 2023-2024 Imagine Arts Incubator Program are now open for the last week with a deadline of August 20th. This artist residency supports creation-based, filming, recording, or streaming initiatives for original works. It seeks socially engaged art projects tackling the issues of our time. To learn more and apply for this program, you can find it all at queensu.ca slash theisabelle. On Saturday, August 19th, the Odessa Horse and Pony Club will be hosting a pop-up vendor market where you can find art, jewelry, clothing, soap, decals, and more. Plus, local food vendors and a horse show make this the perfect weekend outing. The market runs from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. and admission is free. On Sunday, August 20th in Bath at the McKinnon Brothers Brewery Grandstand, the 2023 Back to the Farm Beer and Music Festival will be hosting acts like the Blue Stones, Joel Plaskett Emergency, Paul Langwa Band, Boston Levi, Nice On, Lauren Carson, Savannah Shea, Reckless and Banded, Kojak, and The Empties. This festival runs from 11 a.m. to brewery close, and tickets are only $45. Kids under 12 are free. This is an all-ages show, and shuttle buses to the farm are leaving from the Memorial Center and Red House West in Kingston, as well as the Waterfront River Pub in Napanee. For more information on this event, visit mckinnonbrewing.com. Don't forget every Sunday that you can stop by Market Square for the Cataraque Indigenous Art and Food Market, featuring a variety of vendors, each with their own unique touch. For handcrafted items, visual art, clothing, jewelry, home decor, and traditional Indigenous dishes from Cadu's First Foods, you can stop by Sundays from 10 to 3 p.m. through to September 24th. And all throughout August at Kingston's Independent Cinema, The Screening Room, you can catch the classic cinema lineup showing favorite features like Wet Hot American Summer, The Lion King, The Searchers, Heat, Thelma and Louise, Some Like It Hot, and 1979's The Muppet Movie. Plus, you can visit on certain days for $7 family matinees. For more special events, showtimes, and tickets at The Screening Room, you can visit screeningroomkingston.com. And last but certainly not least, the Limestone City Blues Festival is fast approaching to Kingston, running from August 24th to 27th in the downtown. This year's lineup includes Jeremy Albino, Roosevelt Collier, Durham County Poets, Jerry Ledger and the Situation, Bywater Call, Rob Lutz, and Mellonfont and Medford. This festival is in its 26th year and includes two main stage events in Springer Market Square, as well as shows in Confederation Park and in clubs across downtown Kingston. This year will also include a food vendor and licensed area wristbands for the festival start at $25 and are available now at downtownkingston.ca. That's all I've got for you on Arts Desk today. Now I'll turn it over to Jesse Bell at the Sports Desk. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk and this is your sports report for Monday, August 14th, 2023. Saturday, August 12th, marked the first padded practice for the Queens Gales men's football team at Richardson Stadium. Day one of camp was all about fine-tuning football fundamentals, the little details that make a big difference on the gridiron. Ball control, fighting for fumbles, attacking at the high point on passes, all things that we saw the team drilling routinely throughout the two-hour padded practice. 
the offensive side of the ball, it is clear that the team will be depending on incumbent starting quarterback Alex Vreekin, who's looking forward to his first full season as the Gales' number one quarterback. His footwork was strong and his throws were sharp all throughout Saturday as he continues to develop chemistry with a largely young but hungry wide receiver room. When it comes to the backfield, Queens will boast another strong running back room, featuring returners such as Anthony Souls, Jared Kasari, Jaden Blackman, and Jaden Kerr. It is going to be hard to stop this Gales football team from running the ball. Defensively, it is clear that Queens' defensive line will be a major strong suit for this unit. So too will be the back end, the defensive backfield, which boasts several experienced returning starters, including Ashton Miller Melanson, Eric Kalana, and Keegan Vanek. The linebacking core is still somewhat of a question, as they are young and unproven, but expect big things from linebackers Justin Pace, Sterling Soonerine, and Jeremy Hiscox. From the upper concourse at Richardson Memorial Stadium, one can spot the spire of the Church of the Good Thief. The Church of the Good Thief has sat on Portsmouth Avenue for over a hundred plus years, still standing strong to this very day. Why? Because it is built upon a good, solid foundation. On Saturday, August 12th, head coach Steve Snyder began to build a solid foundation for his team, a 2023 squad that he hopes will stand the test of time. Jesse Bell signing off. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. The Queen's Feminist Leadership in Politics, aka QFLIP, executive team is hosting a Summer Taster event, Student Job Panel, this August 16th, 2023. This event is meant to support and facilitate networking opportunities for university students interested in future jobs in the wide-ranging realm of politics. Students are often unaware of the many postgraduate opportunities available to them, and the QFLIP team hopes that this event will inspire interest in these types of careers. Once again, this panel-style event is being held on Wednesday. Wednesday, August 16th, from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. via Zoom. For anyone interested, the link to sign up for this event is available in the bio of QFLIP's Instagram page at q.flip. For Queen's summer students or soon-to-be fall students, you have a few upcoming deadlines to look out for in August. Today, August 14th, summer term classes end for the July to August six-week session. The 16th to the 18th is the summer term exam period for the July to August six-week session classes. On August 22nd, the time period to add and drop classes open enrollment period begins. And finally, on August 31st, summer term ends to give way to the fall term. That's all for your campus news update this week. And next up is Dinah with weather and traffic. Thanks so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have a few clouds in the sky with increased cloudiness after midnight, then periods of rain and a low of 16. On Tuesday, August 15th, expect periods of rain and a risk of thunderstorm in the afternoon amounting to 10 to 15 millimeters with a high of 22. And Tuesday night, cloudy periods with a 40% chance of showers and a low of 13. And on Wednesday, sunny skies with a high of 26. Wednesday night, clear, low of 16. 
And now it's time for the CFRC City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, and pedestrians are advised of alternating lane closures on the LaSalle Causeway for repairs on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, August 22nd, 23rd, and 24th from 9.30 to 3 p.m. During these periods, one lane will be closed and one lane will remain open for alternating traffic. Two flag persons will be on site to direct traffic and motorists should expect short delays. There are road closures in effect on Curtis Crescent. The north leg at Portsmouth closed August 9th to September from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day. Fergus Street from Concession to First is closed August 15th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Johnson Street at Baggett to Wellington is closed August 19th at 7 a.m. to the 20th at 4 p.m. for the Greek Festival. Notch Hill Road, Queen Mary to Runnymede is closed until August 25th at 5.30 p.m. Queen Mary Road from Bath to Notch Hill is closed until August 25th at 5.30 as well. Queen Street from Sydenham to Montreal is closed August 14th at 7 a.m. to August 18th at 7 p.m. Queen Street from Ontario to King is closed August 15th, 7 a.m. to August 17th at 7 p.m. Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess is closed until September 5th. University Avenue Union to Earl is closed until December 22nd. And Wright Crescent at the south intersection of Palace 216 Palace is closed until Halloween. The Chow Memorial Parking Structure Restoration Project is still underway. Alternate parking is available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages at the two adjacent blocks to the east. Other road delays can be expected on Bath Road at Queen Mary until August 18th, Bay Ridge Drive from Woodbine to Cataraqui Woods, Highway 15, Main to Highway 2 and expect delays until August 25th, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Princess Street from Collins Bay to Bay Ridge, expect delays until October 31st, Portsmouth Avenue Johnson to Curtis, expect delays between August 9th to September 9th, Sir Johnny McDonald Boulevard at Johnson, expect delays until August 31st, Taylor Kid Boulevard, Collins Bay to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge, Union Street from Frontenac to Albert, expect a lane closure, August 15th to the 18th from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily, and Westbrook Road from Princess to Windermere. Expect delays until October 31st. And now it's time for the CFRC Community Concert and Events Calendar for August 14th through August 20th. Have an event you would like covered on our website and news programming? Contact us via cfrc.ca today. On Monday, August 14th, check out Mauricio Montesinos at the Bank Astro Bar for a free courtyard concert series performance. On August 15th, check out the Limestone Trio at Confederation Park for free starting at 12.30. Tom Savage will also host another happy hour jam from 4 to 7 p.m. at the RCHA at 4 o'clock. Cacao will also host open mic night from 8 to 11 p.m. at Musiki. On Wednesday, August 16th, head over to Jazz Wednesdays at the RCHA for a performance by Clear Breeze starting at 7. Christopher Jackson is also playing a free show at the Creekside Bar and Grill in Battersea, while Las Garcias will play all sorts of salsa, cumbia, mariachi, and more at Hotel Wolf Island starting at 5. And you can stick around for Open Mic Wednesdays run by Mike Rapkins starting at the hotel at 8 o'clock. Both shows are free. There's also an evening of poetry, music, and storytelling called Quirks of Human Nature happening at the Royal Tavern 2.0 starting at 7 o'clock at the same time. Steve Battig will play some guitar, harmonica, and mandolin music at Spearhead Brewery. 
On August 17th, Tom Savage will be performing music in the park at 12.30 in Confederation Park, and later on at 7 o'clock that evening, Courtney Kane will play some country music as well. Check out Taylor Adams at the Bank Gaster Bar for free starting at 6 p.m. that evening. Blue Martini is also presenting their rock open mic called Royal Jam featuring Rough Mix starting at 9 p.m. Meanwhile, the Nick McLean Quartet is playing at RCHA starting at 7 o'clock and also on the 17th. Field Blur, Savannah Shea and Elliot Sinclair are playing a show at the mansion starting at 8 o'clock. On August 18th, check out local artist Christopher Jackson and friends at their weekly show playing covers and originals for free at Blue Martini starting at 8. Texas Tuxedo is also playing a free show at the Caesar Company downtown starting at 8. And you can also check out blues indie folk rock artist Yannick Michaud at the Juniper Cafe for free starting at 6 p.m. And later that night, check out Creep Show, Pound Salt, Su- Sonic Souvenir, and Nocturnica at the mansion. Doors open at 7.30. On August 19th, Mauricio Montesinos will play another show in Confederation Park starting at 12.30. Later that evening, Jazz Age Jazz with special guest Jasmine Wobodich will perform at the RCHA starting at 8. The Highfalutin Joneses are also appearing at 4 p.m. at the Creekside Bar and Grill, and Bon Evans is playing a free show at 2 p.m. at Spearhead Brewery. And the Gertrudes are presenting their album release party for the new album called Just to Please You, a free show at Daft Brewing starting at 7 p.m. And that night you can also dance the night away with some pop punk emo DJ action happening at the mansion. And finally, on Sunday, August 20th, starting at 11 o'clock, McKinnon Brothers are running back to the farm with Joel Plaskett emergency headlining. Visit the McKinnon Brothers website for ticket information. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, and What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. What'll I Wear offers the best in vintage, funky, one-of-a-kind treasures, clothing, accessories, and a fabulous selection of jewels, vintage and new. Find the cutest purse, the most dashing of hats and sunglasses, everything to complete your individual look. What'll I Wear has it all. They can dress you from top to bottom. Find your new fashion fave at What'll I Wear at 732 Princess Street in Kingston. Visit their new location and follow them on Facebook to keep up to date with what's in store at What'll I Wear. Dear listeners, as you may have heard, Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, is blocking Canadian access to all content created by news providers, including this radio station, in response to the Online Broadcasting Act. Access to local news and information matters to everyone, and while radio stations use their airwaves to keep you informed, we also use social media to share local news, events, and initiatives, and even content about our upcoming programming. We need you to write your MP and convey your concerns. Learn more and find a letter template for your MP on our website, cfrc.ca. Thank you for your support. 